Welcome to a brand new episode of the Totally Indian Football Show. I'm your host Sudhu, and today, well, I must say that I had two guests who had confirmed for this particular show, and both of them cancelled on me in the last minute. But I must thank and be ever grateful to our dear friend Sudhat Subhapati, who's joined me on this show. And uh, literally in half an hour before, I think, while we were going into recording, I asked him, "Can you, you know, are you free to join?" And he said, "Yes." And thank you, Sudhat Sudhat Subhapati. For all those who don't know, uh, you must know him. He He runs an academy called CFCI in Bombay and much active in Bombay football grassroots especially. So that's so glad to have you on the show and thank you so much for joining. Pleasure is mine, Sijo. Happy to be part of uh, the podcast today. Looking forward to it. Thank you. Yeah, absolutely. Well, looking even I'm looking forward to it because I am very well underprepared for this particular show. But I'm sure talking to Sadat, uh, we'll have some great insights and talk about Indian football. Well, Indian football always gives us uh, topics to talk about, so that's not a problem. Let's start with a bit of ISL news itself. Well, it's been a surprising start to many for many teams, uh, especially FC Goa. Well, on the pitch, they were not very good and things are not going well off the pitch as well. Uh, I'll come back to FC Goa in a bit. Uh, but to start with, uh, Mumbai City were having a great impressive run, I must say. But they were stopped uh, by Kerala Blasters, who actually won with a 3-0 thumping victory. So that, your thoughts on that? Uh, I mean... Kerala Blasters are still a team that's still trying to get back to their hundred percent, you know, performance. And uh, here they are; they just uh, hounded and blasted off the the team to beat the season. Uh, and with what a fashion that they did three nil. Okay, I think uh, right from the onset of the game, I think Kerala Blasters looked like a completely different outfit. I mean, uh, uh, earlier on in the game as well, they were you know pressing a lot. They were. They were looking a completely different outfit. They were full of confidence. Uh, uh, that was a welcome surprise, of course, against a formidable team like Mumbai City. I didn't really expect Kerala to, you know, turn up so good. Uh, starting off with that uh, a scorcher of a goal by Samad, I think, was a brilliant finish. I think around the 27th or 28th minute of the game, and uh, you know, followed it up, of course, with Alvaro getting the second one. So I think. Uh, all in all, Kerala had a very, very great, very, very good day that day, and I think also Mumbai. Most of the things went downhill. Uh, also, uh, Matuda fall getting a red card, uh, you know, conceding three goals, which is something that you don't really associate with Mumbai City over the last two years now. Uh, but I'm sure that Mumbai are a are a champion side, and and I come from Mumbai too, so of course there is that sort of affinity towards the team as well. So I think they will they will surely come back, and uh, it's still very early days in the league. A lot of matches remaining, and uh, I think this will be something that uh, we'll be looking forward to about how Mumbai actually make a comeback. Uh, in the coming games as well, and I think this is just a minor blip uh, in their journey. I think the episode before this, I mean, the last one, of course, we did with uh, Mr. Joshua Lewis, who so the CEO of Kinkre. But one before that, I did with Arco, if I'm not wrong, and we were doing an ISL roundup, and uh, we covered a bit of all the teams. But there were complaints from Kerala Blasters fans that we didn't, uh, you know, speak a bit more about that team. I think rightly so that they asked the question now, especially with uh, some great performance that they've been showing us, and especially the last one. So that your thoughts on this particular team? How do you? See Kerala Blasters probably going ahead with the season. I'm sure this would definitely boost their momentum going ahead. I I completely agree. I think uh, right now I think fifth in the table. Uh, they've had a very very good run in the last five games. I think around two wins, three draws. So I mean they they are they are right now I think probably peaking at a right stage is what I would say. 
again kerala has been a team that's always had ups and downs every season you really don't know which kerala blasters would turn up which year uh, looks like this could be uh, you know one of their years uh, to turn up in the top 4 but uh, it's going to be a lot of competition you see hyderabad playing really well uh, jamshedpur you know you again it's similar to kerala you really don't know which jamshedpur will turn up on what day uh, they kind of completely uh, in a way uh, uh, outplayed orissa Uh, but then lost out uh, to Mumbai 4-2, conceding three goals very early on in the game. So uh, again, it's going to be a very formidable uh, or a very competitive ISL this year. And I think if Kerala continue the way they did, and and the victory against Mumbai City will surely give them a lot of confidence because uh, again, it's a it's a team that's right on the top of the table. To win against Mumbai City is not an easy task, and uh, and 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 they've already done that. So going into into the further games, I'm sure uh, uh, Kerala Blasters would look to. you know rake up more wins uh, and i think i think uh, one game that i'm particularly looking forward to or you could say two games that i'm particularly looking forward to is kerala versus jamshedpur uh, on uh, on the 26th and kerala versus hyderabad which is on the 9th of jan so both these games i'm uh, uh, looking forward to because both of, both of these teams have been doing really well in this year's isl so let's hope for the best here yeah. Yeah, do you have any thoughts or word on Sahal? Because this guy has been, you know, hounded by uh, experts and fans for maybe not giving or not performing up to his mark. But this season, it is. Do you think this is his season? Because we've seen some brilliant goals from him, and especially even against Mumbai City, he got another. I think, uh, unfortunately, somewhere Sahal has been hounded by a lot of expectations, uh, particularly so because of his, you know, stellar start to his national team career, uh, the way. you know he's developed as a player i think there are a lot of expectations on him uh, i know and, and 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 it is fair for any fan to have expectations on their players but i think somewhere uh, you know i feel sahal has uh, is not being uh, you know overweight by the expectations this year it, it looks as if he's a little bit more free mentally is uh, is into a good space and it, it really it really showed in the game against mumbai city but now it's all about consistency isn't it because it's all about whether he could continue to maintain the same tempo Uh, in the coming games as well, and uh, hope that he creates the same sort of impact. And sometimes it's just not about goals or assists. It's just generally about the uh, the grit you show in every game. You know the tenacity you show in every game to go and get the ball, uh, to press again and win the ball after losing it in the midfield. So somewhere he is he is becoming more matured as a player, and that's going to really help Kerala Blasters and not just Kerala. Of course, the national team as well, where you know he's not been able to live up to the expectations after the uh, stellar performance. I think in the Intercontinental Cup in Ahmedabad, he was like really good uh, uh, with his game, and I think I hope he continues uh, the ways, and I hope he maintains that sort of a level. I mean, also I think Sidhu, I will attribute it to the fact that you know after the ISL, they don't really get much of game time exposure. If, if your team doesn't really qualify for the Continental Championships, you really don't end up playing those many games. So I think somewhere if if, if Sahal gets that sort of exposure, maybe gets out on loan to another club or. Uh, you know, plays somewhere else. I think he needs more matches. He needs more game time, and and that will really help him to uh, you know explore himself better or or understand his game more better. Right. Yeah. Well, I'm sure the last point does make sense that you made, but I'm not sure how happy or how sad or how. Frustrated, it has made Kerala Blaster fans. Of you mentioning that, probably in search of game time, he should join another club. Well, let's see if uh, they actually finish in top four, and that gives Sahal much more game time. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't maybe not a club in India, though. Could be even abroad as well. Uh, maybe yeah. he could play another league. I, I I don't want to disappoint any Kerala Blaster fan watching this, but I mean to say another club as well, just for him to develop uh, individually right. as a player. 
Right, absolutely. I think most of our young players need, I mean, all of our players need game time. Talking about game time and talking about things off the pitch right now, I must say coming to Goa, FC Goa, right? Apart from, I think their problem started when the season started, I must say, because it was going well until then. Uh, they won the Durin Cup and we were all looking forward to a team that would go in for the title. And, you know, most of us stated that this is a team that would probably uh, fight for the title and they would, you know, go far in that race for the ISL title or the Shield. But they've started with disappointing. They had three losses back to back and then they jumped back for three points against East Bengal. But it was again a draw against Hyderabad. And things have not been going well off the pitch as well that I mentioned earlier. Uh, starting with the issue that they faced among the locals uh, where their training ground was invaded by, I think, the Panchayat or the local political uh, party over there, if I'm not wrong. You know, they came and dug up their ground and stuff like that so FC Goa has really invested in that ground and somebody for coming uh, one fine day for some political reason and political gains just doing that up it's definitely a big, huge loss not just financially but also for the work and effort that they've put Siddharth you being from Bombay I'm sure you when you read about this somewhere even you related to the FC Goa story, right? Because being in Bombay and in football here, uh, you must have encountered such things on and off. Not just Bombay, anywhere across India, you will have run-ins with, you know, uh, the local authorities and you will have issues happening. I think Goa have done well to, you know, somewhere uh, figure solutions to problems. I mean, they, they have been laced with many problems, I think probably in the last two, two and a half years, we saw the AFC Champions League as well, you know, they did really well, they were up against some really formidable opponents and, uh, you know, I thought they may not even withstand or they may not be even able to compete at that level, but they did quite well, I mean, uh, uh, some of the games were, uh, I think, against Al Rayyan, for example, where they, they got a draw or even, for example, against uh, Persepolis, uh, the 2-1 where they lost the game, I think they were really good. Uh, in terms of, uh, uh, you know, coming up as a team. So, I think they have found solutions. Uh, these are some problems which, you know, uh, uh, which, which which are unfortunate, to be honest, because, you know, having the government dugging up or the local authorities dugging up, they did a lot of work on that ground. And that was quite visible on the tweets as well, which I uh, which I saw from, I think, uh, uh, one of the Goa representatives online. So, that's unfortunate. What's happened already with uh, their coach as well now, that's another uh, rather unfortunate thing for FC Goa. Especially to ha- for that to happen mid-season is uh, something really unfortunate for Ivan Fernando to leave mid-season, go to uh, ATK Mohan Bagan is something which uh, is going to impact them a lot. But uh, I, I just hope they find solutions because they, they are a very good side and, you know, uh, be it Ivan Fernando, be it any, any coach there, they've always uh, tried to promote youngsters. They've always had this uh, a good ambience around the club as a team. Uh, but I think also from a, a management perspective, also this could be a, a lesson for them because somewhere I think uh, uh, they didn't see this coming. They didn't anticipate uh, this coming that, you know, someone of uh, a stature of Ivan Fernando will leave the club midway. And I know it's very difficult to anticipate something like this, but somewhere I felt that uh, as, a, as, as a management, as, as someone, it, it's a good lesson learned for them that, you know, uh, in football, anything can happen. Like on the field, uh, it's the same, same off the field as well. So, it's something that they would surely learn from and I, and I think Goa will come back stronger uh, in the years to come. So, and, and maybe in this league as well, in this year as well, uh, they, as I said, it's still very early days. Uh, it's very difficult uh, to mark out clubs that, you know, will not qualify. Uh, maybe, I know one of the clubs which, which we think uh, could be East Bengal who have not done that greatly 
and even their coaches agreed with the same maybe east bengal looks the only club that's right now a little out of place in the isl but otherwise you know i would not uh, you know single out fc goa that you know they don't look like a side this year they have not had great uh, a great outing until now but i hope that they will uh, you know kind of resurrect that and come back stronger uh, in the second part of the isl season Yeah, absolutely. I think that's what even the FC Goa fans would hope for. Uh, and let's let's wait and watch because this is a team that's particularly done well on and off the pitch since the start and since the inception of ISL. Uh, I must also add that I think uh, if I'm not wrong, Clifford Miranda would be taking over as uh, as the interim manager for the rest of the season. And I think we have now one more Indian coach at helm, right? We we've already seen. Uh, Khalid Jamil taking on East Northeast United, and now we will see Clifford up there doing his job. Uh, but I really hope, uh, you know, I have personal, like I always mentioned, I have personal biases towards FC Goa, and I really hope that they come out of this uh, with flying colours and not the other way round. Uh, but definitely an unfortunate incident where in midway, like uh, Sadat mentioned, now we've we've tried to get some folks to talk about this in detail uh, from the club itself, but we are waiting on some responses. If it happens, well and good. if not uh, we may just get some more guys who've been following the club to probably uh, talk about this issue in detail uh, so stay tuned for those episodes now you mentioned sadat that you are eagerly waiting to watch a game of kerala blasters that's going to play on 26th of december there's something else that we're all looking forward to that kick starts on the 26th and that's the i league like i mentioned earlier we did speak to joshua lewis who's the ceo of kingcre fc and uh, it's the first club since 2017 from mumbai to be playing in the i league uh, they really impressed us all in the second division uh, went till the last minute but uh, drew against uh, rajasthan and they lost that on the title but uh, siddharth let me start with you on kingcre first because being from bombay how happy and ecstatic does it make you to see a club from here uh, from the city being in the i league uh, i mean it's like that uh, it's like you know lagan movie right where you all wait for Rain to come and it finally comes at the end. It's somewhere similar, you know. Uh, it's a great feeling to see Kingcre playing in the I League. I didn't really expect, you know, uh, after what happened uh, in the qualification that they are not qualified. So everyone was obviously like, you know, they're not going to qualify. And uh, uh, again, yeah, Chennai City uh, unfortunately not able to participate, and and uh, uh, Kingcre coming in, which is a blessing in disguise for uh, Mumbai and Maharashtra football both. Uh, considering the fact that you know Maharashtra was a hotbed of football, we had so many clubs. Now we just have one in Mumbai City, and now it's great to see Kankare also coming in because there is a plethora of talent in Mumbai. All they need is exposure. Unfortunately, they haven't been getting that uh, over the last uh, uh, few years, and uh, it's it's very very good that now they will be finally able to represent Kankare. And one good thing that I've observed about Kankare is they are actually giving uh, a lot of chances to Mumbai-based players. So kudos to them for that. Kudos to Akil. Kudos to Joshua. both of them for you know ensuring that they're giving mumbai players their due and uh, i mean this is it's going to be a challenge it's going to be uh, exciting to see how they play uh, in the i league as well something uh, uh, really exciting to see how they turn up as a team so let's hope uh, uh, kinkare uh, uh, does well in this year's i league they do uh, you know they do come out as a team and if if they do that it's only going to be better and good for mumbai and maharashtra football both so hoping they do well so Uh, to answer your question, completely ecstatic, completely happy, and uh, only have the best of the wishes for Kankare in their I League journey. Yeah, I'm sure how happy that it makes all of us, especially the ones who hail from the city. 
moving on with another club that's going to be playing for the first time and they earned the position rightly by winning the second division title Rajasthan United a club i think in their second their first year won the state league and then their second year uh, you know ended up as runners up and then uh, gave a good fight a good performance a good run uh, in the second division and went on to be crowned champions among some really favorites uh, you know and now they are going to be playing in the league so that a new club it's the first time we have a club representing Rajasthan uh, how does that make you as just as a football fanatic I think uh, to be honest we it's, it's, it's brilliant right isn't it I mean we've had a club from Kashmir we, we're having a club from Telangana Andhra now with Srinidhi coming in uh, with Rajasthan and now it's, I think this is this is what makes the I league so interesting right it's got such wonderful representation of clubs from across India so you'll have you have Trau is there Neroka I mean you've got clubs from literally across northeast west south east I mean this is this is this is there can't be a better representation of clubs from across India to be honest that's really uh, uh, wonderful to see you know Rajasthan coming in and and, and it's good to see football spreading across uh, the length and breadth of the country so uh, again Rajasthan I mean you know did really well in the I league nobody the I league qualifiers nobody really gave them a chance uh, with bengaluru united and other top clubs being there but they really uh, 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 you know punched well above their weight and did really well to qualify for the i league uh, again you have vikrant sharma who is the technical director there he's been uh, he was really good and now of course he's replaced with uh, uh, francis ponet coming in so i think uh, to be honest rajasthan united as a team have uh, done really well and it's, it's just exciting to see how uh, uh, how they would come out or how they would play in their first season and that would be really exciting to see so hopefully let's hope that you know uh, they they do well and that would only do better for indian football and uh, you know again the very fact that you know rajasthan united for example uh, they joined hands with a local school there and you know they set up a residential academy and then they had this uh, you know we have so many clubs coming out with so much ambition but it's very rare that everybody fulfill their ambition and rajasthan united to be honest was one of those rare clubs which could fulfill that ambition of you know what they marked out on their paper they actually fulfilled it uh, 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 realistically as well to be honest so that's something really exciting to see and you know i'm very happy uh, to see rajasthan united come out and uh, uh, do so well in the i league qualifiers and I, i wish them luck and all the best uh, for the upcoming i league season as well yeah absolutely and i must say that uh, do stay tuned and do follow and subscribe to our show the totally indian football show because you will definitely have these folks uh, coming and joining on the show very soon now sudat talking about new season we are looking ahead for i league definitely other clubs as well i mean gokulam beat neroka trau uh, all of these guys would be gearing up for a great season and i must say that like, i league never you know it always exceeds our expectation we were eagerly look forward to it and it always beats our expectation you know all the team performs so well nobody can expect what to actually predict uh, with with the whole season going on and i must say i hope this continues and uh, though it it kind of feels that it's a very stepmotherly treatment that i league gets uh, but hopefully whatever the road map looks like even kushal das has again stressed on the fact that from 22 2023 to 24 onwards there would be uh, promotion uh, starting from that year and i we, we definitely hope uh, on merit we see clubs coming up uh, to isl as well i think hope so yeah and i hope the relegation promotion which is you know a promise to i league clubs get delivered 
you know and uh, i hope that happens and that would be really good for indian football as well because uh, that would actually help to you know have smaller stories come out actually to be honest like you know a team like rajasthan united or a king crew would never expect to be one day playing the isl right now at least right now and if if that happens and the relegation promotion happens then everybody has got a chance everybody can have ambitions of you know competing at the topmost tier of indian football so i really hope that happens Yeah, absolutely. And uh, moving on with some more, as I mentioned, Siddharth is from Bombay, and we are talking about new season. Uh, well, the Mumbai season also is. Uh, I think it's already kick started with some of the divisions, and soon to kick start some other lower divisions as well. Siddharth, you're somebody who's you know knows inside out of Mumbai football. Uh, what updates can you share with us? So, I mean, uh, first of all, thank you for that introduction. But yeah, I mean. to be honest uh, mumbai football uh, it's great to see we've not had a match in the mdfa since or you could call it the mfa now the mumbai football association uh, since last year 2020 february uh, after that this is the first game that happened on december the 15th at neville de souza where we had a, a, a second division game and and now followed it up of course with the super division matches that have started as well so i think it's great to see that football's resumed in mumbai it's a welcome feeling for most of the mumbai based footballers because they have been uh, devoid of any football action for the last one and a half years uh, they have been missing football they have not been in fitness they have not been in shape so everyone was actually looking forward to when will uh, the mumbai football association league start and i'm just glad that it has started i hope there are no more roadblocks uh, with the new variant of covid coming in again there are there are questions there are clouds on uh, how the league functions in the months to come but i hope uh that we overcome it in the right way and, and i hope the league continues uh because as i said uh we've been there's a big in you know, a big void of action uh for mumbai based footballers over the last uh, so many months you could say literally a year and a half so uh that's great and you know again the one thing if you see siju the number of teams participating has just gone up and that's fantastic to see because one didn't really expect so many teams would actually come out and play again but it's just heartwarming to see that so many teams have come up and registered again for the upcoming season of the league so if you see third division second division we just seeing so many teams that are participating this year and it just goes to show that everybody wants to get back on the field so kudos to the mumbai football association for restarting the league and i hope uh, the league continues and uh, you know uh, sticks to their schedule as well which has been a problem over the many years but i hope i hope that happens uh, in the right way this year so looking forward Uh, one good thing is if you see is also what they have done this year is they have registered all the players on the crs system uh, so that's also really good so they are maintaining data they are maintaining uh, you know the player background and all of those things and they, are, they the forms have been online this year uh, which is also a refreshing change you don't really know need to go to parel and fill the form physically send someone back and forth uh, so that's another refreshing change so these are small changes and as i said you know i keep saying to everyone that Uh, it's it, like rome's not built in a day similarly you know football's not going to develop in a day or in a week or in a year it's going to take small steps across uh, many years to kind of make it like a proper structure or a proper process so good to see mumbai football association uh, adopting a new process or a new structure 
yeah and while you send in your you know kudos to the association i must also on the show for probably shout give a shout out to you as well because i think the last little bit of action that we saw was when you conducted especially for the under 20 uh, u championship that you conducted here and that really gave some game time some you know some action for the boys in the, in the city so great well done on you on you for that part hope to hope to see you continue probably we see more u championships uh, in the city as well and uh, well to conclude on that bit uh, i must ask you before i let you go i league is starting we are all eagerly looking forward to and i'm sure you must be wanting to uh, see how kankre performs but if i had to ask you who do you consider some of the favorites to probably for this title that's a a, a good question so i mean favorite i would say maybe tokulum and uh, churchill i'm not much aware about the team compositions for this year in terms i know the squads but i don't really know how the players are going to turn up how much match fitness they are in so of course once the league starts i would be able to give a better answer but uh, to be honest i think uh, 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 from what has been the performance over the many years i think churchill and uh, kind of tokulum hold like uh, 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 you know favorable positions at least Uh, as far as what i feel so i think uh, my bet is on uh, churchill and gokulam but i think uh, it'll be an exciting season to look at uh, i think this also down glass punjab also playing so they may also uh, be a, a formidable opponent for both these uh, teams so looking forward to see how it happens i think 13 13 teams are there right if, if i'm not wrong this year so be exciting to see who comes up so for me as i said churchill and gokulam are two teams that i feel Yeah, you mentioned round glass Punjab. We also have a Mumbai connection there. While in you know, Coach Floyd Pinto, who is the assistant coach over there, and uh, we'll see Ashley Westwood back in Indian football after a successful stint he had with Bengaluru FC. And I must say, it it looks like a reunion there as well. That he's got some uh, proven candidates, uh, experienced folks. Uh, but we all have to wait and watch how they actually perform at uh, at this age and at this probably uh, many years later. We'll see them all in action on the field. uh like you said sadat we really can't put our bet on any team as of now once the league starts we are all in for a surprise of how it pans out uh well we are a month down uh, a month you know gone for isl but we are still in a state to say that it's too early to predict how things going to play out in the rest of the season but we all have to wait and watch and i really hope the off the pitch issues concerning uh, certain clubs really uh hope to get better as as with as the days goes by uh to all the listeners tuning into this show do tune in if you haven't checked out our last episode with mr joshua lewis who is the ceo of king crew fc as they will be soon in action in the i league as well and continue to follow and subscribe and support our show as we'll definitely have some really good episodes coming uh, your way in the coming days and in the coming weeks thank you so much sadat once again for getting on the show uh, thank you for your time thank you for chatting and sharing your insights thank you sir thank you so well to all our listeners as always thank you so much for tuning in and showing the love guys and some of us some of you actually tagged us and said there's so much happening in indian football why not talk about it well we are all swamped we know there's a lot to talk about uh, we will definitely talk about all those points that is concerning on and off the pitch in indian football just continue with your love support and patience follow us on all the audio platforms out there wherever you listen to your podcast i'm your host juju and this is the totally indian football show thank you very much 